0: Everyone, and welcome to another episode of Access Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. In this episode 47, where we once again bring you another interview with a cast member. Now, on today's show, we are joined with Katie from Cincinnati, Ohio. So, Katie had joined us, um, now she talked about her time working for the Disney College program back in 2014, so she had one of those extended stays where she worked, I, th- I think it was for about like six or seven months, I forget exactly how many, how long it was, but, so yeah, she had, she had a very extended stay, um, and yeah, so she worked in merchandise, so she had a lot of great stories to share, but, um, instead of me telling you what she had done, let me just, uh, let her explain all of that, so... Why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Access Press Podcast. So on today's show, we have Katie Moots from Cincinnati, Ohio. How are you doing today, Katie?
1: Hey, I'm doing awesome. How are
0: you? I'm doing well. Not too bad. Um, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Much appreciated. Uh, I'm excited to have you here today because you're actually a friend of a friend who was on the show. Uh, April was on our show talking about her time as a cast member on episode 41. And uh, she asked if you want to be on the show, and you said yes. So thank you for, for accepting.
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad she... Uh... Put my name
0: out there of course of course so uh but yeah we so today we're here to talk about your time working at the the disney parks uh but but before i kind of get into that um i always i, I believe that everyone who worked at the disney parks is in love with the disney parks so i want to know <laughs> how like how did you fall in love with the parks or how were you first introduced to them
1: Oh, gosh, I have been going to the parks my whole life. So we've always been in Cincinnati, but we would go quite a few times as a kid. I think the first time I went was when I was three years old. Um, I had actually just turned three, which is the cutoff for when kids actually have to start paying. So my parents had to stop me from saying, oh, guess what? I'm three. (laughs) So so they could pretend I was still under the three-year-old cutoff. But other than that, we've just been going as a family. Um. Every couple of years we went, uh, pretty much up until I got into high school, and then we stopped going a little bit more. I was just getting too crazy with our schedules. But there's not really a moment when I fell in love. I think I was just born to love it, (laughs) as corny as that sounds. I've just grown up with it.
0: No, So there wasn't any like specific memory that you remember that you were just like, okay, this is the moment that I was in love with Disney?
1: Not really. I mean, I remember all the time going on our family vacations down there but it's just every time I got into the park it was just it's just so overwhelming with with the magic and the castle and just everything being so picture perfect constantly I think I just I always knew I belonged there
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I, I totally totally understand that um so then I'm curious so how so how did you actually find out about the Disney college program
1: so I found out about the college program probably in my sophomore year of college and I looked into it. I was super excited. Um, I went to Xavier University and unfortunately they don't give college credit for a semester taken off and doing the Disney program. Um, they would obviously let you take the semester off to do the program but you would just have to extend your graduation by a semester or however long that you stay there. Um, and so I kind of put it out of because I really didn't want to postpone my graduation at all. I wanted to be done with school. Um, and then around the fall semester of my senior year, I read that you were actually still um, able to apply for the college program and do it this semester after you graduated. Um, and I'm pretty sure the day I found that out, I applied. Because <laughs> it was is obviously a dream of mine to work for Disney. And when I found out that I I could do it and not miss any school and not miss uh, my graduation date that was i mean it solidified the deal i just had to do it
0: <laughs> nice yeah i i feel like that's what a lot of people kind of weigh those options or is like okay do i miss a semester off of college mm-hmm. um because i i think most people their thought is oh i want to make sure i graduate with all of my friends um but I think, right, it, yeah. I, I mean, I think in the end, it really matters like what you want to do and what's best for, for your career. And, uh, but everyone weighs those options differently and you chose to do it after college, which to me, I think is maybe the better option, but I feel like sometimes if you want to do like, cause I know people do two semesters of the Disney college program. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, people can do it in the middle and then once after they, they graduate. So Um, but yeah. So what was like, what was your application process like? How did, how'd that go for you?
1: Um, it was a lot of fun. So I applied online and almost immediately got the phone interview option. Um, and when you apply online, it kind of asks you, okay, so what parts of Disney are you most interested? What jobs would you like to have? Kind of rank them from super interested to not interested at all. Um, Um, And I think I actually kind of made a mistake on this part (laughs) because I put that I was super, super, super interested in almost everything. I think the only thing I wasn't interested in was custodial or or something like that. Um, And I think it kind of ended up hurting me um, a little bit because during my phone interview, I could kind of tell from the interviewer, she was like, oh, so so you actually you're you're really into everything, aren't you? Okay, that's. That's interesting. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I just remember thinking in that moment, oh, no, I totally messed up. (laughs) Um, But it was cool. She kind of asked me in that moment, okay, pick what are your top ones? What would you prefer the most? Um, And we kind of went from there. And then I got the offer. And I um, was placed into merchandise, which I really didn't know what to expect from that because there's a lot of merchandise uh, areas on Disney property. So it was, it was. a fun, awesome. Yeah, I got it. But then it was a lot of, okay. Now what does this mean? <laughs> uh,
0: no, for sure. So what was after you got the? Uh, so actually, what year? What year was this in that you, so this, you got the the introduction?
1: Yes. So this is um 2014. So I did the. I was accepted into the fall advantage. 2014. So that was the extended program. So I think it was, um, eight months total instead of your typical four or five months of a semester.
0: Okay. Gotcha. So what was like, what was your transition like? Cause I, I we were talking to a, a guest last week where he actually went on like Facebook and found roommates and stuff. I mean, did you do any of that? Like just kind of talk about your transition from, uh, well, I'm not sure. I don't know where Xavier is, but I'm not sure if you're back in Cincinnati at this point. Like how was your yeah. transition down to Florida?
1: Yeah. So Xavier is in Cincinnati um, and I've always been a homebody. I'm from Cincinnati. My family's from here. We're all, you know, five minutes away from each other. So I was kind of kind of interested to see how the transition down there would go. But I mean, in the moment, I was just way too excited to start this new journey. Um, I did not join any of the Facebook groups to meet my roommates, actually. Um, And I don't remember if it's because I didn't know that they were there or if I was just not <laughs> interested in doing it um but I didn't do any of those groups I did know a friend of mine a couple friends of mine who were going to be down there at the same time so that kind of helped um but we didn't decide to room together we weren't really that close it was more of acquaintances type of thing um, yeah,
0: sometimes that could like work out for the worse, right like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which actually it would have um one of them that I knew it was who was going down. She ended her program early. She had ended up getting a whole different offer too, so it definitely would have <laughs> turned out differently. Oh, um, so yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know anyone going in there. Um, I kind of just dove head first into it, which is which is actually kind of fun. And I I ended up being really blessed with the roommates that I did get. And um, the girl I shared a room with ended up being my best friend during one of my best friends during the program. So got very very Lucky. yeah random assignment there
0: no that's for sure um, but yeah so so was your so because you said you were pretty much like a homebody in Cincinnati so was being away from your family and your friends was that was it easy for you in the beginning did you adjust properly
1: um in the beginning it was easy um I'm super lucky that Disney is a big part of all of my family's life so I definitely had a lot of visitors which made it pretty fun um but towards the end and I did start missing home quite a bit. Um, I had always kind of expected, you know, when I moved down there, hey, I'm going to, you know, just continue working for Disney and this is my new life and I'm going to live in Florida. Um, but after the first, I don't know, five, six months, I definitely started missing home. I could start telling I was missing out on different family events. My sister had just gotten engaged and I wasn't around for helping her plan um, that sort of thing. So it got, it got a little sad and I definitely was homesick a lot. Um, but luckily I did have a really good friend in Cincinnati down there with me. She's doing a different program, but still, um, you know, in the Disney Orlando area. So we got, we were able to get a, get together a lot and talk about Cincinnati and reminisce and all of that. And that helped out.
0: That's good. It's good that home was able to come to you and you had a little bit of home while you were there. So yeah, Absolutely. Cool. So, so you said you were in merchandise. So, yes. what? So, where were you placed?
1: So, I was placed at Old Key West Resort, um, and it was Old Key West and Saratoga Springs. Um, but I was at Old Key West ninety-nine percent of the time. I didn't have too many shifts across across the way there. So, it was mostly Old Key West.
0: Okay. So, where where exactly in Old Key West were you? Was it just the I forget the name of the shop there?
1: Yeah, it was uh, the Conk Flats general store (laughs) so I was there only I didn't switch around to any other um gift shop and that was kind of my choice actually in merchandise one of the cool things that you can do that I definitely didn't take advantage of like I should have is that you can literally pick up a merchandise shift anywhere so I could have worked in any of the gift shops in any of the resorts any of the parks um anything like that so uh I guess word of advice to anyone who is in merchandise or will ever be placed in merchandise: definitely, kind of get out there and <laughs> try out the different places. Because I kind of regret not being uh, more active in searching out new places to pick up shifts. Why do
0: you? Th- why do you think that was that uh, you? You at the time you didn't really want to search out for different positions.
1: You know, I don't know. I I ask myself that a lot, and I, I really don't know. I think I just I really enjoyed the people I worked with, we were all very close. There were, um, how many of us there? I think there were five college program kids who were pretty much consistently there the whole, you know, four, five, six months at the time, um, once the fall kids came in. So I think I was just really close with them and I enjoyed working with my leaders. Um, I don't know. I just, I was content. I liked where it was. <laughs> yeah, I was.
0: Yeah. I think it's, Maybe I mean I don't know, I'm just assuming here it could be because I know sometimes get people can get a little comfortable in where they're mm-hmm. at, and they they're like you said you had all your really close teammates there, so I don't know maybe it was that, but you didn't realize it, I don't know,
1: maybe yeah you know? I don't know,
0: but um so so what was like a so what was like an average day like for you' Because, I mean it's it's good that you're not working in the parks and working super late hours, so <laughs> right, so but yeah, what was like an average day like?
1: Um, definitely correct with not late hours. The shop always closed at 11, so I was always off at 11.45, which was nice if I worked a p.m. shift. Um, um, but we did have some really early morning shifts. I think some of my shifts, shifts would start at 5 a.m., um, so I would have my alarm start going off at 3.30 in the morning, and that was rough. <laughs> Those shifts were more of a stocking shift to kind of accept all the deliveries that came in, um, put away the merchandise, the food, everything like that, because Old Key West being a... Um, uh, it's a DVC resort, the Disney Vacation Club resort. A lot of the people are there for longer periods of time. So, uh, like maybe half of my gift shop that I worked in was essentially a grocery store. <laughs> um, we had a lot of snacks and drinks and um, anything like toiletry items too. So I was actually,
0: um, I was actually, because we stayed there last year for the first time, I was mm-hmm. actually really surprised by how much was yeah. in that shop like because we i forget what we needed I, I think it was like some medicine or something like mm-hmm. that like advil but then when i was looking around for the first time i was like this is like pretty well stocked store like
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely there you could walk in there for pretty much anything and we'd have it and if we didn't have it we'd know where to get it
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: so it was it was cool um i i kind of wish it would have been a little bit busier because there weren't really too many times that you know, I ever felt, oh my gosh, this was such a busy day. I never stopped or I never got to sit down. Um, But on the flip side, the good thing about that is a lot of my time when I was working the registers, I actually got to interact with the guests and talk to the kids and play with the kids. Um, And with it being DVC, a lot of the members were like returning guests and they would you know be here for two three weeks at a time a couple times a year and people stay that long (laughs) yeah i think i had someone say for a month once i think that's what what i remember someone saying i know i wish i could be them
0: (laughs) well i mean i guess it kind of makes sense like if you have a lot of points like Mm -hmm. uh okie west is the like one of the lowest amount of points that you need Mm -hmm. to stay there so i guess if like say a member has like 300 points i mean i guess they could stay there for i guess if they had for like (laughs) in like a studio or something like that but Mm -hmm. wow it's i mean i've heard people staying for like two weeks but three weeks or more that's 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 a lot
1: i was definitely blown away um by some of the guests who would stay for so long but it was cool you know you'd start to you'd start to see the same people over and over again and create those relationships and i come from um before i started disney i came from working in hospitality so i was I really enjoyed making that one-on-one connection with the guests and, you know, finding out where they were from and what's their favorite thing to do in the park. Um, so it was, it was good that it wasn't so busy because I was able to make those connections and actually talk to people and whatnot.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I, I mean, I just remember staying there last year. It it is a definitely a much slower resort, yes. um, <laughs> which I definitely, I, I actually like that a lot. Um, because once you kind of get back to your hotel or to your room or go back to the hospitality area, it's called the hospitality house, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, the the main area. It's, yeah, it's it's very slow. I mean, I liked going to the girling suitcase and talking and sit mm-hmm. down with the, the bartender and grab a drink. Um, and I would talk to the the people that were DVC members, and they say, "Oh yeah, we're here all the time." And uh, it's kind of like a it's not even like a resort; it's like a community. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. There. And
1: it's built like a community, too. They want, they want you to have that feeling. You know, the rooms are all more apartment style versus hotel room. Um, there are some more hotel room me type rooms, but they're mostly one bedroom or studio villas or two bedroom even apartments. So yeah. it gives you a more homey vibe. And even when we greeted guests, we were told to say, hey, welcome home. We're glad to see you back. So. Yeah. It's no, definitely for meant to be that homey feel.
0: For sure. Yeah, I know I mentioned this on the show in past episodes, but it's those rooms there are huge. And right. they're they're the biggest DVC rooms on property, as mm-hmm. far as I know, because they, I guess the, the Oki West was the OG of the yes. DVC. So, yeah, those rooms are pretty mm-hmm. monstrous. So.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's just incredibly beautiful is absolutely crazy beautiful
0: it is yeah it's it's i think it's an underrated resort so oh
1: for sure no one really thinks about it and i think one of the one of the most fun things i got to do um didn't do too often but every once in a while we would do so disney offers grocery delivery service which i'm not sure if you knew that um wait so you can disney offers it yeah so you can fill out this form online and send it to or your hotel i'm not actually sure how the process works but then the gift shop gets their orders in and then they pack up their groceries and then they send one of their cast members to go deliver your groceries.
0: Is that just I think
1: quite a few resorts are doing that now, mostly like the extended stay ones, but I think quite a few should have that option.
0: No kidding. I've, I I've know. never heard of that because we, yeah. I, we always use Amazon prime now. Mm, yeah. Um, the, 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 that it's not regular Amazon prime. It's a different app prime now. So we always use that and it works out. It's fantastic, but, uh, I mean, that's pretty awesome that Disney has yeah. that. I'm definitely going to have to look more into that now because I haven't heard of that until today.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the best kept secrets, I think. And I will admit, it is not cheap. <laughs> so you might be better off with Amazon.
2: <laughs> um,
1: it is not a cheap service I, at all. But I yeah. mean, when you're in Bind, and if you don't have Prime or anything like that, and uh. if you don't have your account, then you might as- it's it's a good thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, every once in a while, only a couple times, I didn't really get it too often, but um I'd get chosen to, you know, oh, can you go help out so-and-so with their grocery delivery? They have a couple over here. Um, And we would actually get to go in, deliver the groceries, whether or not the guest was home, um, and kind of put their groceries away. If they're home, talk to them, see how their trip's going, um, you know, and just get that interaction, again, that I loved so much uh, with the guests. So it was really cool. And you could kind of, if some of them would order you know different items mickey items whatever and so it was fun to kind of you know set them up in a fun mickey shape or anything like that just to create that extra little magic um so it was it was a cool experience to actually be able to go in and see the other types of rooms because i mean in merchandise you really don't have an excuse to go into the rooms otherwise so
0: yeah, it was a neat I, way to get around yeah you're probably like i need to just leave for a bit i need to go out and do something
1: <laughs> yes for sure
0: so, so did you work a lot of like day shifts or night shifts or like how did it how did that work?
1: It kind of went all over. Um, I guess primarily my shifts were PM, so probably three or three thirty to eleven. That's mostly it. Um, like in the gift shop, there were definitely more set schedules and not as many crazy hour shifts like you would expect in the parks. Um, but I mean, sometimes I'd have that crazy awful five a.m. shift. Sometimes I would have. You know, the late nights, you go in at 5 to 11 p.m., something like that. It kind of just went all over the place. And you could either have a register shift or a stock shift. So if you're stocking, obviously you're just in the back making sure everything is stocked up and replacing items that are being sold out, running back to see check-in stores to see if there's a different size T-shirt that someone's looking for. Um, And then register shifts are pretty self-explanatory you're just on the register um talking to the guests and helping them out looking for things and giving suggestions answering their park questions because sometimes i think guests would think that we were kind of related to the front desk and we would have all of these answers about their room reservations um so it's kind of cool to be able to point guests in the right way
0: nice so so you said you liked working with the guests and being more one-on-one with them. So mm-hmm. were you able to create like any, what you would call like a magical moment with, with guests at all? Like, were there any stories that like particularly stood out to you?
1: Um, kind of. I will say that I don't think our magic moments were as, you know, a park would be. You know, I, I can't say I ever gave a kid a Mickey plush because their ice cream broke or anything like that. Um, but we did have a pin board. And now I never, I never ever was into pin trading, pin collecting, anything like that. And to be honest, I hope I don't have anyone hating me for saying this, but I still don't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did have a pin board, and that was really my first experience with trading pins and looking for collector items and that kind of thing. Um, not that we ever got really anything cool, but there would be sometimes. That kids would come in and just immediately dart for the pin board oh can we can we see your pin board can we see so I'd get it out and kind of talk to them look at their pins um see what they have see what they're looking for um and I guess the magical moment really comes in when if you know if they saw something they really like or even a guest it doesn't have to be a kid or adult it doesn't matter everyone's a kid there but if they didn't have their pins with them right away to trade or if they didn't even have one to trade I could always just give them one of our pins off the pin board um and they always you know the guests always appreciated it and were just blown away like wow i really i can keep this this is really are you sure um so that was really cool people get really into their pins and pin trading so it was fun to be able to kind of give that little magic to them
0: yeah i i'm not into the pins either i mean i i I collect some pins like movie pins but i haven't really Mm -hmm. gotten into the disney ones yet uh, but I know like, yeah, with pin trading, sometimes people are looking for like sets and sometimes set mm-hmm. like different sets are hard to come by. So like they need to, they need to go to every board possible to see if they can, <laughs> exactly. they can finish that set. So yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: even all the cast members have their own lanyard or pouches that they wear. Um, so even I had a pouch that had, uh, you know, nine or so pins on it. And so everyone would say, Oh, I need to see your pin board. And can I see your pins on your pouch? And so <laughs> everyone, everyone has pins. <laughs>
0: They're all yeah. over. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. So, so when like when you weren't working there, um, what 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 did you like to do in your free time?
1: Um, I did. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the parks, especially since I wasn't working there. Um, I never, you know, was like, oh, it's my off day. I don't want to go to the parks. You know, my off days would be at the parks. So I definitely spent a lot of my time at the parks. Um, went to Miami one time, which was a lot of fun. Um, kind of, Miami's kind of crazy, (laughs) but it was still cool to say, Hey, I've been to Miami for a day. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. There's kind of always something crazy to do. You know, even if, um, if it's just, if it's not the parks going to the boardwalk and going to jelly rolls, I loved going to jelly rolls, the drooling piano bar there. I still Um, need to go there.
2: I haven't been there. Oh my
1: gosh. It's so cool. (laughs) I definitely love live music and piano. So I, I loved going there. Um, and then they had, you know, at downtown Disney slash Disney Springs is kind of in that (laughs) transition period. Um, I really liked, you know, going to house of blues. They had a cast member night or something, I think one of the nights a week. So a bunch of us would always go to house of blues, listen to music and dance, um, go see movies. I mean, anything, we really did anything, um, just hanging out around (laughs) Disney. (laughs) It was
0: fun. Nice. Um, so what were... So, like, what were some of your? I, I kind of want to start asking this to the customers now. Like, what was there like a certain snack or a food that you you just love that you need to get it over and over again? Like, what was your favorite food that you, you that you would have to get while you're at the parks?
1: Oh my gosh, you have to have a Mickey ice cream bar. Ugh. You just have to. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't
0: have to remind me. I have at least <laughs> whenever I'm on a trip, I have at least one a day, and usually the last day, I have two or three, and that's not a joke.
1: There is no shame in that. Trust me. I've been there. <laughs> I,
0: would,
1: I would get them at work. That would be my dinner at work sometimes. I would buy them from our own shop.
0: <laughs> I honestly, I don't know what it is about them. It's literally it's just vanilla ice cream and chocolate coating. It's yes. I don't know what it is, but I just, I love it so much.
1: I know. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, Mickey ice cream bars. The sandwiches are okay, but the Mickey ice cream bars is where it's at.
0: I've um, never bothered. It's <laughs> It's Mickey bar nothing.
1: So. <laughs> there you go. I do <laughs> like Mickey pretzels too. I can't go wrong there. We're looking for something a little not as ice creamy. I think
0: I I think I've gotten them once and I was like this is just a pretzel. There's no magic to it. So. But
1: it's in the shape of Mickey.
0: It's true. I will <laughs> just get a Mickey bar instead. There you go. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, I want you to try to tell me what were some of your like favorite stories? It didn't have to be working with a guest, just like some very memorable moments that happened to you um, while you were you were on the internship.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Let's see. So I was there. I mean, a couple of the holidays kind of stand out to me. So I was there over 4th of July. um, And I don't exactly remember what the event was, but there was some kind of parade going around the resort, maybe. I don't know if parade's the right word. But we ended up, they needed some of the cast members from the store to dress up and just go cheer on guests and say hi and, you know, wave flags and stuff like that. So... Uh, one of my friends and I, who were both working at the time, kind of dressed up in crazy Fourth of July. Like, we put, like, these little sparklers and, you know, plastic things on our heads and Fourth of July banners and sashes and all of that. And kind of just went outside and Mickey and Minnie were there. And um, that, that was kind of one of the coolest things because... It, it wasn't just the routine. Okay, I'm working at a I'm working at a gift shop. I'm scanning people's groceries. I'm packaging up and bagging groceries, and so it was kind of something fun to do that was way more interactive with the guests, which is really fun. So Fourth of July was a lot of really a lot of um, cool stuff was happening there. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, flashing forward even to New Year's Eve was just incredible so my (laughs) program my program ended on january 5th i believe um so new year's eve was pretty much like the last big thing and people were leaving their program because it was their last shift that happened so it was kind of the last time for us to get together and to hang out um and a couple of my friends for whatever reason we just decided you know what let's just have like a chill night in our apartment just hang out get together you know be the group of friends that we are, and be together for this last time. Um, and maybe by 11:15, 11. 11:30, 11. a couple of them started changing their minds and said, "Oh, we should go out somewhere." And I'm just thinking, <laughs> guys, it's 11:30. What do you mean you want to go out somewhere? Um, but we ended up driving to the boardwalk, and we parked maybe five minutes till we were just racing through the boardwalk to get to the lagoon. Um, and one of my friends was actually, she was even on crutches and she, we were just hobbling away. <laughs> um, we were just running out um, and we got, a, we got out there just as all of the New Year's Eve fireworks were happening. Uh, and it was absolutely perfect. It was the most memorable fireworks I've ever seen. And I, I love the nighttime shows. Um, and these just were absolutely incredibly beautiful.
0: Oh, nice. That's, that's cool. Was the boardwalk busy at all during this or no?
1: Not as busy as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, there were, it was definitely busy, but it wasn't, you know, shoulder to shoulder people. I mean, we got in there with no issues. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just cramming the Epcot. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you probably, you probably saw the floodgates open after the fireworks were over. Oh, yeah. came I
1: mean, it around. took us probably an hour and a half to get home, which should have only taken us 10 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. that's. I hear the traffic is terrible. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, gosh. Whew.
0: Yeah. That was rough. I hear it, like, it's best to just stay where you are and hang out. Because mm-hmm. you'll I mean, just be in your car anyways for the next yeah. hour or so.
1: Exactly. We could have walked home and probably should have walked home <laughs> at that <laughs> point. If that would have been possible. But, yep, it was It was a really cool experience to say, oh, I haven't been in the parks, but I've still been at Disney on New Year's Eve. So
0: Nice.
1: It was really neat.
0: so so we have about like 10 minutes left was there were there any other memories that you want to share uh something we might not have hit on something that might have happened while you were you were working at the resort uh or or any tips that you can give to folks uh visiting the parks uh, or visiting old key west or it it could be anything so anything that pops in your mind
1: Hmm. not sure let's see any tips i have um I mean, I am a super big fan of fast passes. Obviously, most people are, but I my biggest tip is to is with fast passes. Um, being able to go to the parks so often, and even if it's just for you know an hour or two at a time, when I was working there, I kind of really got down <laughs> the skill of finding and picking up and dropping fast passes this way and that. Um, so everyone knows that you can book your three fast passes ahead of time. Um, But I think a lot of people don't really realize that once your three are done, you can add on one at a time afterwards. Um, And that kind of goes into effect as soon as you scan your third one. So you might have a fast pass for nine o'clock, 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, and say you scan at 11 o'clock, even if you haven't gone on the ride yet, you can already pick up your next fast pass. Um, And so I, (laughs) I very rarely ever ride anything anymore unless i have a fast pass for it (laughs) which i think kind of makes me sound like a diva but i mean if you can find a fast pass you might as well
0: (laughs) no exactly yeah now i make sure all all the the people who aren't as experienced as disney as like say you or me and they always need tips i always say exactly what you just said is make sure that as soon as you scan your last fast pass even if you haven't gone on it book another one right away because it's you're you're ready to go so Uh, absolutely definitely
1: recommend it and And, also the other thing too i um just remembered then when you're working down there um they do character auditions all of the time um so whether it's actual face character princess auditions or mask characters or Even dance auditions. They're always posting about dance auditions and other auditions too. Um, It actually broke my heart because they told me that I was two inches too tall to be Belle, which is like my dream. Uh,
2: But I'm too tall.
1: (laughs) I know. I was so sad when I heard that. Um, But I did actually audition, actually, even prior to starting my internship. Um, I'd already been accepted, but I heard that there were auditions in Louisville, which is about two hours away. So, and that was a couple. Months, maybe a month or two before I actually started working there. Um, and if you audition it before you start and you get accepted as a role, then your other role just goes away and you, you start your term as your performer or character or whoever. Um, so I, my mom and I actually drove down and spent the night in Louisville and I did the uh, parade dance audition, which obviously I did not make. <laughs> um, but it was still such a cool experience. You know, they, they teach you... And maybe 16 measures of one of the parade's routines. Um, and then you have, an, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes or so to practice and to work with the coach as a group. Uh, and then you kind of go in in groups of four and just march down their little dance hall and <laughs> pretend you're in the parade. So it was a crazy cool experience and a long, long day. And I was cut pretty pretty early on. I'm not very coordinated, so this wasn't a shock at all, but I figured I had to try. <laughs>
2: um,
1: but it was really cool to see the process. Um, but when I was down there, I didn't actually go for any of the auditions, which is another miss of mine. I should have continued to audition um, just because it was a lot of fun. Um, it was really neat to kind of see a different size of, side of Disney's, the performing side. I've always been super, super big into theater. I did theater all throughout high school and college. Um, and so I think that also is something that really draws me to Disney's the theatrical side of it and how much goes on behind the scenes and, you know, backstage as they say. So it's, it was really cool to be involved in those auditions.
0: Well, I mean, I'm sorry you didn't make that that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hear we had a cast member on, uh, her, her name was Alex. She, she was a dancer over on, uh, over in Disneyland she was on episode 27 but yeah she mm-hmm. talked about her time as a dancer and all the things that yeah she had to go through and it, it seemed like a pretty intense process um yeah and I,
1: I've heard <laughs> yeah
0: it seems like they yeah. audition a lot of people like 500 and they take like five or something yeah, like that it's
1: yeah. crazy and I, I hear that I've heard a lot of the rules as character performers are just absolutely crazy strict too so as a college kid or a college program kid you have incredibly strict rules to follow um even in your housing you know work aside in your housing you have incredibly incredibly strict rules um and they will they will fire you for anything
0: yeah. which
1: kind of sc- scary it's kind of scary for anything and i have experienced uh quite a few people i'm like oh where's this person oh they got kicked out
2: <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> i was just talking to them yesterday but okay
2: oh jeez. Uh, yeah wow.
1: but uh but yeah, so I, I don't think I missed out too much on being a performer. It would have been neat, but I think being outside of the parks, as much as I wished in the moment I could have worked in the parks, I think I, I really enjoyed being able to have that leisure time and to, you know, being outside of the parks made going to the parks still just as magical. You know, I was never really tired of them Um Towards the end, I kind of was. It took me a couple months once I got back to Cincinnati after my program to kind of get back into the Disney thing, especially Frozen, because Frozen Fever was happening. And uh, yeah, oh, it took <laughs> me a long time to like Frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: but it was it was a it was a great place for me. I'm really I feel very blessed that I got placed there.
0: Awesome. So after their college program was over, did you want to try to continue working at Disney, or did you did you just venture out for other opportunities?
1: Um, I was. Pretty much ready to go home. Um, I had a good job lined up back home at uh, the hotel I was currently working on. I was going to go be an event planner um, coordinator for them. So I was I was kind of ready to to move on. You know, I'd graduated college. I ran away from adult life by moving to Disney, (laughs) um, and then I was I was kind of ready to get back into you know starting my what I thought would be my career. I'm doing something totally different now, but. (laughs) <laughs> Still for the better, um, but I was I was ready to get back home. There's always a thought in my mind that you know maybe one day I'll go back, um, but I don't think I could ever work there full time. I think it would always ever have to be a seasonal or a part time position, just because I think I think I would get tired of it, and I think that would that would scare me, and that would make me very sad if I ever got tired of Disney. <laughs> so we'd probably go there part time again, seasonal, but for now I think I'm I'm good just going in enjoying the magic and knowing all of the secrets and the fun magic that goes on backstage that I know. And I get so much more out of going to the parks now than I ever did before.
0: Awesome. So do you plan on, do you have have a trip uh, lined up to visit the parks?
1: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, I'm going in May. I believe my countdown is at 76 days. (laughs) I've been counting down for quite some time, Um, but I'm going in May and it'll actually be the first time that my whole family gets to go together For, I think I counted, I think it's been nine years since all of us have actually gone together. Um, I've gone by myself and with friends. My parents have gone. I've gone with my parents. Um, But this time, my sister and brother in law and my boyfriend are all going down all together. And the best part is, we're bringing my niece. And she will be about two and a half at the time, a little more than two and a half. And so it's her first trip down there. And she already is just in love with everything Disney because I think it's just it's just in our genes. Yeah. To love it. yeah. um so i'm super super excited to take her down there and just kind of be together as a family for the first time in a long long time.
0: Yeah, you're you're going to love that experience. Like we went oh, gosh. we went um it just was coincidence where a good friends of ours went at the same time last year and we spent the day with them in the magic kingdom and they have two little kids and uh, they're, they're, little girls three years old and just seeing oh. her interact with the, the characters was, was a really cool thing. So yeah,
1: it's going to be so great to watch her experience. And, and she's all, she's at that stage where she just, she just takes in everything and she's so amazed by everything. So I'm sure just the magic is just going to, it's going to get to me. <laughs>
0: <I'm so excited>. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Actually, before I forget, I wanted to talk about – so we mentioned at the beginning of the show your friends with April who was on the the show a few weeks ago. I just want to hear your side of the story because April had mentioned that I believe she had missed the bus. Yes. And so. she was – she. I guess she needed a ride back to the apartment. So what, what was your side of the story to that?
1: So definitely sympathize with her missing the bus. <laughs> so my first month there, I didn't actually have my car. And I think my mom got annoyed at me for calling her at midnight all the time because the bus would leave me behind. This is not a rare occurrence. It happened a lot. Oh, (laughs) jeez. It happened a lot. They have since gotten rid of that bus company, thank the Lord. Um, But so I actually did have my car once after a month in in there. So um, it was just another normal day. It was pretty quiet in the shop and I was just working at one of the registers, tidying, I'm not sure what I was even doing. And then this girl came in um, about my age, and she looked like a guest. She didn't look like a cast member at all. So I just start talking to her, and then I come to find out, oh yeah, my the transitor left me behind. I'm like, oh girl, I get it,
2: <laughs> I get it.
1: <laughs> um, but I was like, hey, I'm I'm getting off work in 15 minutes. We live in the you know the same area. Do you want me to just drive you home? Um, and I I don't know what made me ask. I mean, I I don't know why I thought that you know driving home a complete stranger would be a good idea. But <laughs> it ended up. Absolutely perfect. So we, I got off work and got her um, out through the back, and then we drove home and we were listening to Taylor Swift the whole way home, and we just instantly bonded. <laughs> um, and she she turned into my absolute best friend that I met in my program. um I still talk to her almost daily. We've gone to Disney quite a few times together now, um, and it's just it, it's just I don't know, incredible. Uh, someone brought her <laughs> into that stupid shop. And it's, we were destined to be best friends.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really cool moment, and I, 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 that's really that's really special that that was able to happen to you guys. And it's good to see you guys are uh, still going to the parks today and, and enjoying it. So yeah,
1: we actually found out that she is also going to be down at Disney with her family the same days that I'll be there with my family, completely unplanned.
2: Oh,
0: no kidding, really? Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have completely different itineraries, but we'll definitely meet up at least at one point. Oh, you have to. See each other. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's my best friend, but yet here my family is, and they've never met her, and I've never, well, I've met her mom, but I haven't met anyone else. So it'll be be awesome.
0: Yeah, plan at least, like, one night to maybe all of you meet at, like, Disney Springs and go get some cocktails and stuff like that, so...
1: For sure, we'll definitely have to get together.
0: For sure, nice. So, so my last question today, because I always, I always end this uh, asking like what your favorite Disney parks background music is, because I always kind of like to play it during, during the episode. So, what, what would you say is like your favorite park loop? Oh gosh, Or resort a tricky loop.
1: one. <laughs> I so I love the Disney park loops, and I actually have a playlist on Spotify that I listen to all the time. And I think my favorites, I love the Epcot mu- music. Um, and but I think my all-time favorite is the phantasmic exit music um the music that they play once the show's over and everyone's you know waiting forever to get out of the big arena arena (laughs) (laughs) the phantasmic music is probably my favorite always gets me pumped up
0: okay cool sounds good I'll make sure to uh to get that for us and uh play it so cool cool all right so the last thing is uh before we get out of here do you want to do you want to plug anything on the show uh,
1: sure. Uh, so, one of the ways that I stay in touch with my Disney side, since I can't be there every single day like I wish, um, I do have a Disney, strictly Disney Instagram. So, my Instagram name is Magically Mootzy, um, and I do a lot of brand rep for a bunch of small Etsy shops. Um, so, definitely check out my page and check out all the shops that I rep for, because um, it's it's a lot of fun and supporting small shops is. One of my big passions so
0: yeah it's it's crazy the instagram community on it there is. yeah it's, I, it's I, a I really made cool so community many friends
1: it made so many cool friends that i mean yeah i've never met them but it's just such a welcoming and wonderful community i am so blessed to have found it
0: yeah no i agree i've i've met a lot of cool people that way um mm-hmm. i mean it's it's insane the amount of people that are on there and that are just like so welcoming and so friendly yeah, it's so
1: supportive it's exactly amazing.
0: yeah so so that's Mootsie with a z or an s that's a z right Z. yeah okay so magically mootsy and i'll make sure to uh link that in the show notes so you guys can find her a lot easier awesome. um cool so the last thing i actually do want to announce um so next week i will be doing a flower and garden festival preview with katie so, yes. yeah, so Katie's going to join me <laughs> next week, uh, so there will not be a uh, interview with a cast member, but uh, the all the menus were announced for the Flower and Garden Food Festival, or I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't say food festival, but Flower and Garden <laughs> Festival, um, so we're going to be going over that and some of the, a lot of the events that are happening, so, uh, so yeah, you'll be hearing Katie again next week on that show. Yes. So, yeah, that's it for tonight. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for coming on. Much appreciated.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome.
0: Of course, yeah. And so, until next week. all right well i hope you guys enjoyed that episode katie thank you so much for coming on the show once again much appreciated and i'm I'm very excited to have another conversation with you next week to talk about the flower and garden festival so but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that episode it was awesome to hear about her time working over at the old key west resort again guys it is a very underrated resort so if you can stay there do it um but yeah, Katie, you had some, some really great stories, and thank you for sharing all of that. And I'm definitely going to have to look into the Disney delivery service uh, for that. So I think on a future episode, I might have to do a whole kind of breakdown of the, the different food delivery services that can go directly to your room, because there are a few options. Uh, there's like Garden Grocer, Grocer uh, Prime Now, and I guess Disney has one, so... But anyways, I'll talk about that on another show. So, uh, Katie, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Much appreciated. So, guys, if any of you are a, a previous cast member and you would like to be on the show, just reach out to me. There are several ways you can do that. Um, and I would love for you to be on the show. I, I'll talk to anyone who was a previous cast member. So, uh, But, yeah, so just reach out to me, and I'll, I'll let you know how to do that in just a bit um, but yeah, so that's actually going to wrap it up for this week's episode guys. And like I said, next Wednesday, there will not be an interview with a cast member, but there will be a whole, uh, flower and garden festival preview. So be, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, so guys, if you are not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so. You can do that on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcast. Um, You can easily find me at xspresspodcast.com. You can find all the links there to all the different podcast platforms. Uh, and then you could also find me on social media at AccessPressPodcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then you could also shoot me an email over at XSPressPodcast at gmail.com if you have any like questions or anything like that. And you could also reach out to me uh, if you do want to be on the show, if uh, you were a previous cast member, or if you if you know anyone that was a previous cast member and they might want to be on the show and talk about their experiences, uh, show them the show and let and see if they're. They might be interested on, on being on a future episode, um, but yeah. Lastly, guys, if you can, please rate and review the show. It'll help others find the show, and uh, yeah, it, it just it would just be awesome. Uh, I've you guys have left some really great reviews so far, so to those who did, thank you so much. Uh, it's you have no idea how much that means to me. It does it doesn't mean a lot hearing your kind words. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna that's it for this show guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers.
1: We hope to see you next week and remember to seize the future with Excess.
2: Bon voyage.